Friday Evening Meditation, April 2nd, 1982. LL Research, channeling Hatan and Latwi. Unknown Channeling I am Hatan, and I greet you, my brothers and sisters, in the love and the light of the Infinite Creator. My friends, we welcome the sounds of your laughter, of your pleasure in sharing the company of one another this evening. It is a great blessing that you are able to share your love for one another, your thoughts, your beliefs, your conversation, just as the sharing described in the text which was previously read, the music spoken of in those words, the sharing of love, the awareness of oneness and the acceptance of the blessings which originate from the Creator. Too often, those of your race and others find these blessings difficult to accept, for they have strayed far from their original intention and in seeking to reflect the will and the awareness of the Creator by developing themselves as independent yet equal co-creators. They forgot the original intention to return to their source. My friends, it is the blessings of the Creator that draw you to seek one another's companionship, to share that light that joins you, that makes a oneness of your individual aloneness. It is the sharing of His love that makes your illusion bearable. For it is true that the sharing of the Creator's love, although greatly misunderstood, is perhaps the primary driving force of all striving, both spiritual and physical, upon your plane of existence. It is often the case among your peoples that that desire for reception of the light of the Creator and the light which it engenders becomes transmuted into a lesser form, just as an alchemist might inadvertently transmute gold back to lead. Those who experience this difficulty find themselves seeking the light of the Creator, yet perceiving that light as the love given by or drawn from another individual of your species. My friends, realize and be aware of the source of the love which can permeate your lives. Understand that in loving another, you love yourself. Is it your desire to imprison within the bonds of promises about the future made with no awareness thereof? Or is it your desire to fashion a permanence of emotion by establishing a rigid outer form, a structure for that emotion similar to words or pictures carven into stone that persist long after that it represents has passed to its appropriate conclusion? My friends, give and accept love with the awareness that it is a precious gift which may be neither owned nor held, but simply experienced. And be grateful for this experience as one encountering a wild flower growing freely and beautifully in one of your forests. Seek not to define 
but rather appreciate the beauty that exists. It is a tradition on your planet to establish bonds that link individuals together for the purpose of establishing permanence within which responsibility may be shared. This is the custom of your race and exists to serve a purpose. Although this custom itself does no harm, but being a tool can serve or hinder its master. We would encourage you, my brothers and sisters, to realize that the tool is meant to serve and not to command. That the role established by the tool is but a fleeting image within the imagination of your race and is simply form without substance if it does not serve the purpose of being a conduit through which love may flow freely in all directions. My friends, we urge you to give freely of your love to all who would receive it. Be generous, my friends, with yourselves, for indeed these brothers and sisters are but yourselves. At this time, we would pause that our brothers and sisters of Lytos might pass among you and extend their conditioning vibration to those of you who would mentally request this service. I am Hatan. I am Hatan. I am again with this instrument. My friends, my loved ones. Your illusion appears often to you to be an entrapment, an endless complexity within which you have managed somehow to ensnare yourselves. We are aware of the difficulty that you encounter as we are also aware of the challenges you face. But my friends, be aware those difficulties, those challenges, are also reflections of love that their existence is due in part to those conditions established by yourselves among many others prior to this incarnation, that you might learn to choose to be of service to one another, and in so doing attempt and accomplish the reunification of your race into a single consciousness of love. There are many of your race who despair of this accomplishment, who finally throw up their hands and fly to the desolate areas, and there find the means to continue their loving in a more suitable manner. There are others for whom the proper method of loving is to immerse themselves into the greatest densities of population or corruption of your race and thereby strive to achieve a maximized effect by loving where love is sorely lacking. Both can be paths of service, my friends, and of accomplishment. Your own paths will be that portion of the spectrum within which you are best able to serve. Therefore, do not concern yourselves overly with worries of the fitness of your service 
or comparison between yourselves and others. Rather, find your path and strive confidently to follow it. I am known to you as Hatan. Adonai, my friends. Adonai Vasu Boragas. Unknown Channeling I am Latwi, and I greet you, my brothers and sisters, in the love and the light of the Infinite Creator. And may I say that we are very happy both to be able to address this group, and if we might say so, to balance the somber tones of our beloved brother of Hatan with our somewhat lighter and somewhat frivolous, but no less loving, tones. At this time, we would attempt to provide answers to any questions that might be asked, even if their total number exceeds the total number of two. Are there any questions? S. Yes, I have a couple of questions. To keep it a little short tonight, my first question is more of a personal nature, and I know that normally you cannot answer specific things, but maybe if you could give me some advice. At this time in my life, I'm going through a great deal of stress in trying to decide what my future will be like. To work or to stay in school or maybe having to leave Louisville? Can you give me some advice to help me through this? Latwi. I am Latwi, and we would love, so to speak, to give you some advice on this or any other subject. For doing so is one of the easiest paths of extending love we are aware of. And we love to love by speaking. To respond more succinctly to your question, we would remind you that your decision was made in this area prior to your incarnation. And therefore, rather than concentrating on remaking the same decision, your energy might be more comfortably and appropriately focused on understanding what your decision was and following it. May we answer you further? S. Interesting. I feel like I'm at a crossroads, but you tell me I've made the decision previously. Why is it I feel, in one respect, dead set in my decision on staying in Louisville? I have to think about this. How would you recommend I rediscover what my future will be? Side one of the tape recording the session ends here. We pick up on side two with an unknown instrument channeling Latwi. I am Latwi. I am again with this instrument. And we must say the sensations we experience as the instrument fumbles in the dark are quite novel. However, to return to your question. We would draw an analogy if you would permit us. If you were to decide to go to the grocery to purchase a food product, you might elect to travel in a motorized vehicle to a grocery at some distance from your residence. In performing this task, there are probably a number of routes you might elect to follow. And in choosing one, you're in essence duplicating the accomplishment that would be attained by any of them, in that 
each would entice you to stray in different directions from the direct course, but all would eventually lead you to your objective and the sustenance you seek. If, en route, you were to momentarily lose track of your objective or forget entirely, it is likely that you might drift for a while to one direction or another or to several until the calling for sustenance recalls you to your objective and aids you in redetermining the best path to follow to that target. In a like manner, my friend, there are many objectives before you, seemingly. But there is only one primary objective that will provide for you the sustenance that you seek on a spiritual level. And although you may meander in one direction or another, you will return to the path you originally selected, for that path leads from your pre-incarnate self to your post-incarnate self. It will be your task and pleasure to determine which of the routes you are examining will most lovingly deliver you to your objective. The best way, of course, that we can recommend to determine that objective, and therefore the best route, is through meditation. For in the act of meditation, the higher self is more able to communicate to your conscious mind through the link established during meditation between the subconscious mind and the conscious mind and in doing so will assist you in answering your questions. In the meantime, may we answer you further? S. No, that will help me, and I see the logic. I've tried meditating on this. I've had some problems concentrating, but that will help. My second question is, I was looking over some material I have on past contactees during the 1950s, I've been fascinated with the different groups that have contacted the human race in the past and what their purposes are. What groups were primarily contacting in the 50s? They claim to be from Venus. Could you explain a little more about that? Latwi I am Latwi. I am aware of your question. My friend, there are a number of groups which have been contacting your planet not only during the span which you mentioned, but during the greater part of your race's existence on this same sphere. For example, those of the Federation on occasion will use the physical vehicle that is referred to as a UFO for specific purposes when a physically perceivable structure is beneficial. The same might be said for those of the group referred to as the Orion Group which also have their own purposes which they desire to accomplish. There are also those entities which are referred to as constructs, which, although not actual entities in themselves, are functional creations that are brought into being and have occasionally visited your planet for the accomplishment of specific purposes, before they are again allowed to dissipate back into the raw material from which they were constructed. There are also occasional visitations of your planetary sphere from entities of other planets and solar systems. However, we would explain that those entities of the planet Venus are not of your density and therefore 
would not figure prominently in any physical manifestation grouping for your planet. May we answer you further? S. Was their purpose in contacting us during the 50s similar to your purpose in preparing the human race for the passage from the third to the fourth density? Latwi. I am Latwi. To answer this question, my brother, both we and yourself would need clarification of the word they, for a multitude could be interpreted within this grouping, which could be at cross purposes. S. I was thinking of those primarily who claimed to be Venusians. I believe they were in contact with George Adamski. Latwi. I am Latwi. There are a number of factors within this situation that you have described that we are unable to discuss because of the possible infringement upon the free will of those who are involved or interested. However, we would suggest in general that frequently a communication is often either distorted by the previous positions of that individual receiving the telepathic communication or by those entities which would consciously choose to attempt such distortion so as to produce confusion, thereby serving themselves. May we answer you further? S. No, I think that explains that. One last quick question. In the past, I asked to be able to see a UFO again, preferably from the Confederation and I was told it would be against my will, and I think perhaps against the law of confusion. Would it be possible now for me to see another one? Latwi. I am Latwi. My brother, that which prevents your perception is not of our doing, but of your own. It is your higher self that generates the experiences that you will encounter and it is within that realm that the interdiction exists. It is not within our own system of restrictions, if you will, to work in such a manner as to oppose your growth, which, acting in opposition to your higher self's will, would accomplish. May we answer you further? S. So are you saying to see another UFO would be against the wishes of my higher self? Latwi. I am Latwi. We would rephrase your statement slightly and respond as such. For you, to physically perceive a vehicle in the manner you describe is in opposition to conditions established by that higher self. These conditions are established for the purpose of your growth and accomplishment, and therefore considerable wisdom has been used in establishing these conditions. May we answer you further? S. Yes. So my higher self feels for me to see a UFO that it would be a distortion of my learning at this time? Latwi. I am Latwi. My brother, it is not our place or desire to speak for that higher self. For in doing so, we could only hope to provide a distortion of the original intention. However, if we might again be permitted the use of an analogy, we would provide the following analogy. There are many of your race who follow a religious sect 
or grouping that refer to themselves as Christians, and whose lives are based upon the attempt to follow the teachings of that one we know as Amira. If we might pose a question to you, we would do so as follows. If for these individuals a visitation by Amira occurred at each point of difficulty or temptation, would a substantial amount of growth occur within those individuals? Or if a service which you refer to as a miracle would occur to remove this difficulty for them without the necessity of their faith or firmness of purpose being tested, would this be that which you would regard as beneficial or loving service? S. Not really. I understand your analogy here, and I'm starting to understand better why it would not be beneficial for me to have an occurrence like that. Thank you. Latwi. As always, my brother, we thank you. Is there another question? G. I have a question. I'm having problems meditating. I feel like I'm just sitting, thinking, not really meditating when I'm meditating alone. Would you give me some help? Latwi. I am Latwi, and we would say, first of all, my sister, that we are greatly pleased to receive your question, and hope you would not feel inhibited in asking one or even more than one question of us, for such is a service we enjoy providing. We would have you understand, my sister, that the mind is a servant to the individual that must be trained, just as an animal such as a dog can be trained to behave or allowed to run amok. The training process is a slow process, and immediate success in conquering this frolicsome creature is seldom encountered. However, consistent practice is always beneficial to the accomplishment of the taming of the beast, so to speak. To this end, we would suggest using one or more of several tools, the greatest and most effective of which is consistence. It is important to be consistent in your demands of your mind, in that the frequency of your attempts toward meditation and the scheduling of those same attempts with consistency are both beneficial to accomplish your purpose. If you were to attempt to meditate daily at a specific time, you might find that your dominance over your mind was more easily accomplished. While in your meditative attempt, we would suggest that you begin with a concentration upon a specific correction. That was not part of our statement. To return to the subject momentarily abandoned by the instrument, we would suggest the use of a tool for focusing the concentration rather than attempting to blank out the mind entirely, which is more difficult. Many find it beneficial to use a specific prayer as an object of meditation. There are also those phrases which this instrument identifies as mantras for this same purpose. Finally, you might choose to meditate on a particular symbol, such as those used in your various religious groups, or upon a particularly uplifting phrase or expression. These and many other similar tools are most effectively used 
by concentrating upon the object of concentration. And, when one finds one's mind has drifted away, do not punish or berate oneself, but simply return to the original thought. Alas, the tape recording this session ends here, thus ending our transcript. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One Infinite Creator.